right, this is Jared and Daigle with MetalSpeak.com. We're here with Ben Orem from Allshell Parish. How's it going? It's great. How you guys doing? Good. I'm so excited right now. <laughs> you guys killed it. <laughs> I'm excited yet very sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> it's a common reoccurring theme. Yeah. Just getting sweaty. Nice. It was, a, it was a good night for us because you guys got to play longer than you'd probably normally play. Yeah, we threw a couple oldies in there we hadn't played since Yeah, people years. were going nuts. There was chicks in, in the pit just like killing dudes. It was great, man. That's, <laughs> that's the best when you see girls just like plowing dudes over. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, something to be said about girls who mosh and girls who can do death metal growls. Yeah. It's like yeah. a huge turn on. They <laughs> <laughs> like don't act on me. So there you go. Just throw that out there. <laughs> so you guys are currently on tour with Black Dahlia Murder, Cannabis Corpse. How's the tour going so far? Man, it is like the most chill, just awesome experience. Like uh, the guys from Cannabis Corpse, and half of them are in Municipal Waste, and uh, they're just great guys to hang out with. They know a lot of, they have a lot of cool stories. Uh, Black Dahlia, those guys are all our age. You know, they've been around for a while, so we can relate on a bunch of yeah. stuff. What's right been the uh, best stop of the tour so far? Uh, best stop. Look at the laminate here. The Beavis and Butthead. Uh, <laughs> no shit. Black nice. Dahlia Murder laminate. Best laminate I've ever had. Dude, that is life. sweet. <laughs> uh, Texas is always awesome. Uh, let's see. That was, yeah, just Texas, man. Texas just destroys. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. So you guys uh, have a new album out. This is where it all ends. Yes, uh, the end of July, eighty five hundred first week, and what about twenty thousand to date? Yeah, and that's I incredible. The, the statistic that blows me away is the fiftieth uh, on the Billboard chart. Yeah, that was like, you know, my parents were like, "Holy wow, shit! Yeah. Like, <laughs> this isn't just a hobby anymore, man." Yeah. But uh, you know, we just do what we love and we play what we play, and it's fucking people like it. It's, we're, yeah. You know, we're very lucky. Yeah, you guys. It, it sounds really good. Um, Zach Orem, right? Yeah, or, this is our fourth Orin. time recording Orin. with Zach Orem. Orem, yeah. Um, yeah, he did really, really good work on it. Yeah. Um, this time around, we had more control of the sound as far as the guitar tone uh, because we recorded everything at home, and then we brought the uh, raw tones to him and applied it to. We tried uh, several different amps to try to get like the tone we really wanted, and I mean, it, doing the, taking that extra time really paid off. Cool. So yeah. you guys actually did the, the clean tracks yeah, um, yourself? Wow. Yep. <clears throat> well, that's cool. Yeah, it makes a difference. In Gives you uh, a lot more control. You don't have to freak out about studio time. Yeah. And, yeah, we're not one of those bands like Opeth that just like wanders into the studio with nothing and it comes out with a masterpiece. You know? We have to like really, uh, you know, sit down and, uh, you know, think things through. Yeah. That's just how we are. Yeah. Our tone is phenomenal. I, yeah. I, God. Monstrous. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> Believe it or not, uh, all we used was a 5150 with a uh, overdrive pedal, uh, tube screamer. You know, Secret weapon. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, digital this, and you know, run it through this. It's, it's good old 5150. Yeah. Good mic. Yeah, I was going to say, probably, uh, that's what I've, I've heard, like, um, <clears throat> not just mic, but even mic placement. Yeah, it's like it makes crucial. It, yeah. Yeah. Even like a millimeter off can make I mean, a difference. Yeah, or even like a room mic somewhere to yeah. capture the ambience and mix those two together. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a great tone. I love yeah. it. Thank I mean, you. it's good crunch, but it's also like when you guys do some of the, the, the more sustain, you know? It's huge. Just it's, just like, it's like, yeah, like, it sounds like a buzzsaw going off. Yeah. It's just like, holy shit. The thing I like about the production is when we do the, uh, like, 64th notes, on uh, you know, the real fast stuff, it's like every pick hit is like yeah. there. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. 
That sounds really cool. Um, speaking of like guitar, guitar tone, uh, you play eight and seven string. Do you have a preference? Uh, you know, eight strings are getting more popular lately. What, what do you? I prefer uh, the seven. I have a lot of fun writing stuff on the eight, uh, but uh, you know, I think the seven is more of Alshel Parrish's sound. We did, we did a lot of experimenting with the eight, and it's a lot of fun to play. But I definitely am a seven string yeah. kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we didn't go full eight on the new record. This it would have compromised our sound as a band. Yeah. And um is it Ibanez that you guys both play? Yeah, yeah. Uh we got a call from Ibanez one day and they wanted to work with us and we went to the factory and boom we had these Very pretty cool. shiny eight strings and man, nice. they treat us really well, man. Ibanez is the shit. Very cool. We kind of touched on this in Mayhem, but I just kind of want to revisit it. <coughs> My 15. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Krusty Burger. Serve <laughs> 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 that man eight dollar shrimp and two plastic lobsters. Um, I shit my pants. <laughs> um, so, you guys brought Francesco on about a year ago, a year and a half ago. How's the uh, songwriting process different? The whole band is different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, for one, Francesco is more uh, our age as to where Chris and I, Chris was a lot younger and more immature. Um, Not to say anything bad about Chris. We get along great. We're still great friends. But uh, just on a touring level, uh, it takes a certain maturity and business mindset to be able to drop everything at home, your family, your your girlfriend, your your kids, my kids, and go out. And uh, he... Chris cracked, and you know that's why he left. Yeah, that's um, too bad because he was a good guy. But uh, Francesco is doing a great job. Very happy with him and the band. Yeah, he was spot on on all the leads. I was just like, Dude, God damn, it's like badass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because I, you know, I've noticed that. I mean, I can't think of any like one guitarist. You know, having followed your guys' career for quite a while, it seems like all of a sudden he's just kind of blown up you know it's like as far as you know the focus on technique and 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 it's like he's showing up in all these articles all of a sudden like i never saw that happen with chris or anybody else well it's funny is when we found francesco he's like oh yeah by the way like i have like this solo stuff i've been working on and you know i'm gonna try to get it out there where it's like what play it for us we had no idea and we hear these tracks and it's like holy fuck like a total mind fuck like out there progressive stuff which is awesome you know it's he, uh, the cool thing about Fran is he went to school for music, so he can like literally, literally bust out like some fucking you know, world music, like African shit. Wow! Like, Fran, give me the fucking some big band. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's he's a talented guy, man, and uh, it's a pleasure to work with him. What kind of um, what kind of feedback do you get from fans? Like, do you, I imagine there's probably some hardcore fans that are like, ooh, Chris's stuff or whatever. Or do you, yeah. Can you I get know, a mix? Or? There's a couple kids out there. You know, you go on the Facebook every once for a good laugh. It's like, yeah. Ah. It's like, and then you get the guy on Facebook who's like, this is the how the band really is. And like, like he was in the studio with us 10 years ago when we recorded the record. Like, he knows exactly what happened. It's completely wrong. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, uh, the feedback is overwhelmingly positive for Francesco, Good. and uh, right he's got a very mature. Uh, he's has soul when he plays his solos. That's what yeah. I love about his playing. Is yeah. It feels like, I mean, I know Francesco personally, so it's like I, I see him in the solo. I hear yeah. him in the solo. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. The solo record, the, the rhetorical flair on that 
is just phenomenal. Like, yeah. He's just telling a story, you know what I mean? It's not just totally. it's just not wanking off. It's he's he really kind of leads you on this path of really yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. I was like, Fran, you gotta tour this material. He's like, It's pretty fucking hard, man. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no shit. It sounds really hard. <laughs> It's a whole other thing, just getting up on stage and playing the songs live, and you know, it's it's a different beast. Yeah, it's a lot more energy and crazy shit going on. It's awesome. Yeah, uh, that's why it's so impressive when you know you guys are tight. And like I said, uh, Fran- Francesco solos were just like that was like identical. You know what I mean? Like, I it's just yeah, it's very impressive. Yeah, I mean, we all strive for excellence, excellent, uh, excellenceness. <laughs> After the show, I like can't speak English at all. I'm just like, oh, we all strive to be fucking, you know, good at what we do. You know, we take pride in what we do. So, hopefully, it shows. Yeah, well, you guys look like you're having fun. You know, yeah, high energy and. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm 31. I'm out here. I got two kids. It's fucking. It's a lot of fun. It's hard to give up. Yeah, we, you know, we touched on that. I think a little bit when we talked to Mayhem, but I mean. How do you strike that balance between life on the road and, and having a couple of kids at home? And the key is having a uh, very understanding wife. Uh, without that kind of support, forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. When I met my wife, we've been married ten years. When we met in high school, and the band started blowing up in like '92, '93, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, 2002. 2002. Ten living, years old, yeah. killing it. Woo. <laughs> I was killing. I was listening to MC Hammer. You know. Dude, I was too. You know, Ice and Crisscross and all that shit. Yeah, like, I totally got uh, uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. I got totally I had sucked my in yo-yo that. and my hypercolor shirt. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, slap bracelets. Yeah, slap and, bracelets. Barney like, totally. glasses. Fucking garbage pail kids. I was killing it. Man. I had it all. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I remember those. <laughs> anyway, what I'm trying to say is, you know, it's, it's not easy and... Uh, Make sure if you uh, are a touring musician that you have a very understanding partner. You know, it's key. Do you, when you get home, do you try to like make stuff up to her? Like, I, you know, when I'm home, I'm home. So uh, it's all, all my energy and time is to, to, towards the kids and, cool. and her. Yeah, it's very important. Right on. I'm like, don't call me, guys. I don't want to hear from you guys in a fucking week or two. Just see yeah. you on tour. Yeah. <laughs> see you at rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> How's the uh, rest of the year looking for you guys? Busy, really busy. Uh, we're going to be heading over to Australia and Southeast Asia Nice. in November, December. It's going to be badass. We've never been to uh, Asia, Southeast Asia, like Indonesia and stuff. Indonesia. Wow, New territory. They love their metal over there. Dude, on our Twitter, man, like Indonesian ASP fans are fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah, they're awesome. I can't wait to meet them all. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> uh, after that, uh, we're going out into Europe uh, with a tour with Caliban, who are good buddies of ours. Nice. Yeah, and they dominate over there in Germany. Yeah. <clears throat> and after that, we'll be headlining a U.S. Uh, tour. Um, other than that, we got some little stuff. We're playing in Mexico mid-November with Megadeth. That'll be cool. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, little stuff. We're playing with little Megadeth. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> no, no big deal. Shit. Oh, yeah, no big deal. <laughs> 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 Dave just called me up. It's like, hey, Mexico. What'd you have for breakfast, man? I'll fly you down. Oatmeal. <laughs> Did you guys get in uh, pretty good with those guys during Mayhem? You know, I, I didn't really. I was kind of like nervous to like go talk to them because like I'm sure they're just like here all day. 
but uh, every band got to have a mixer where uh, Mayhem would give them a little money to make their own party and yeah. all the bands and the crew and everything. It was awesome. Well, uh, they had a uh, Metall- or, uh, Metallica, oops, <laughs> they had a Megadeth uh, barbecue. And they were all out there uh, barbecuing and oh, no shit. got to talk to them and eat some of their uh, hot dogs and shit. It was fucking awesome. Was it like, was that one of the more laid back? Oh, it was totally chill. Was yeah, it cool? It was totally chill. Like, we even, I we saw Dave Mustaine playing CeeLo and shit. Oh, no shit. Yeah, he was throwing wow. the dice. It was great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unearthed it in flames. I was like, I'm one of those moments I'll never forget. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, who would ever thought you'd be sitting there playing CeeLo with Megadeth and fucking yeah. Yeah. in flames. <laughs> crazy. Well, I, I saw some uh, video, I think it was like Metal Injection or something, where um, they were talking about some of the, I can't remember, was it Unearthed that did like Edward Forty Hands or something? Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Everyone got fucked up. Yeah, so I, I mean, it's cool to hear that like not not everybody's idea was just like, let's get as fucked up as possible. Like every, some, you know, it sounds like Megadeth was just like, let's just hang, you know, have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, they're all older, you know. Yeah. We had a California gangster rap party. It was oh, really? crazy. <laughs> Every like ten minutes, everyone was pounding Hennessy and like <laughs> we had dice tables. We made chicken and waffles for everybody. Was that like, was you guys' yeah, sleep, all right? We had fucking nice. Colt forty five and Juice <laughs> sponsor the event. It was it was fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, it sounds like it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I'll remember that summer for the rest of my life, no problem. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Sweet. Um, yeah. I, the only other thing I can think of, if if you want to uh, indulge us with the story you mentioned about this green room down oh, here. Oh <laughs> yeah. This, okay. Well, we played a show here uh, with conducting from the grave. Yeah. And <laughs> their old singer Lou uh, was a pretty crazy guy. And, uh, you know, I get a few drinks in them and he was acting a fool. Well, uh, we're on stage upstairs. Uh, apparently, Lou is down here. He found a fire hydrant. He's fucking wasted. Not a fire hydrant, a uh, fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah, grabs it and just opens up and just blows the whole room away with the, fu- the, with the whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, that stuff, <laughs> that white stuff. Gets it all over the drums, all over the amps, like, you know, People were polishing guitars and shit, and they just like unloaded this power. Comes up, he runs upstairs, jumps up on stage during our sets, like completely white. And uh, they had stopped the show, I believe, and uh, he ended up getting thrown in a cop car. And uh, man, yeah, I was, I was at that show. I remember yeah. when all the cops showed up out front, and we weren't quite sure what was going on. But yeah, the, the conducting guys were. We talked to them about this time last year, and they were. Yeah, they're like, we're so lucky we get to play here again. <laughs> <laughs> it's all because because yeah. I guess he like punched that door in or something like that, didn't he? Like he like he started yeah. wailing on that door. Well, even I mean, I mean, since since last year, I mean, they've redone it down here, and it's really nice, you know, compared to how it was. I mean, I guess they had to redo it because <laughs> so they had to clean it up and everything. Yeah, it was crazy. The whole place was white and just covered in shit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the happy ending though is that Lou has moved on and is actually an awesome dad now. Oh, well, good. So, yeah, he's doing good. Is he still playing in bands? or is I don't know if he's still playing in bands. I think he's just focusing on being a good dad. Yeah, well, good. It's good. Well, thank you very much, man. Thank you. Good luck with the rest of the tour. Thank you, man. It's almost over. Can't wait to go home. Sure. <laughs>